You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about the ministry of Jesus, perhaps in a way you've never quite heard it before. And we're drawing our text foundation from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Let me read it again. And he himself, the personal pronoun himself is added to the he, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Here's the reason he did that. He wanted us to know that Jesus himself stood in each one of these offices for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So he stood in the office of the prophet, uh, or the, the apostle rather. We heard that yesterday out of a Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1 very clearly says Jesus was an apostle. Uh, here we see in Matthew 13, 57, that Jesus refers to himself as a prophet. He said, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and in his own house. It's Matthew 13, 57. And then uh, here's the apostle Peter talking about Jesus, identifying him as a prophet, not just any prophet, but the prophet, because there was a special prophet that Moses said would come. Let me read this to you. For Moses truly said to the fathers, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things whatever he says to you. Now, this is very important because Moses said there will be another founder ministry. Moses was a founding ministry. He laid down a constitution, so to speak, for the children of Israel with the law. He said there would be someone like him who would come afterward, who would do the same thing, and it was the Lord Jesus Christ who laid down a law to complement what Moses had given. Moses' law was fulfilled, therefore Christ came to move it on to a new realm because there was a new sacrifice, a new priesthood, new power, uh, many, many new things. That's what the book of Hebrews is all about. And I want to read to you where this was prophesied. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter 34. We'll look at verse 10, which says, But since then there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. So when Moses said, Somebody's coming that will be like me, he is saying that this prophet will know the Lord face to face in all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt before Pharaoh, before all his servants, and in all of his land, and by all that mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. So Deuteronomy makes it very clear that Moses was no ordinary prophet. He was a foundation prophet. He established something that others, and it's like George Washington was no ordinary president. He was the first president of the United States, and without him, uh, there would have been no United States. His work as a leader, as a general, as just a stable person had a huge impact on the founding of this country. That's where Christ was, even more so. Um, so Jesus knew the Father face to face. He had amazing signs and wonders. 
In fact, if all that he did were written down, the world couldn't contain the books. That's written in the Gospel of John. He brought about a national deliverance for Israel. Moses did. So did Christ. Uh, What he did is he freed the people, those who would believe, from Satan's bondage through sin. Moses freed them physically out of Egypt, but Jesus came to free them from the iniquity of sin. And Christ set forth a whole new priesthood, a whole new series of, uh, or a whole new sacrifice, which was his own body, and the law of grace he sets forth. Now, the book of Hebrews is a treatise on the superiority of Christ's work by comparison to Moses. And, and uh, the writer of Hebrews goes through it to show how that what Jesus did uh, goes beyond what Moses was able to do. Now, this is not a slam on Moses. Moses fulfilled his mission because God always uses a picture or a shadow before he actually shows up with the real thing. And I I will say this again because you see it in the book of Colossians, which the Scripture says, Paul wrote and said, uh, Let no man judge you in meat, drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of new moons or Sabbaths, he said, which are a shadow of things to come. But the body or the substance is of Christ. So what Paul says in Colossians 2 is there is such a thing as a shadow and there is the substance. Now think about this for a minute, that a shadow cannot, uh, cannot be cast if there is no substance. But if you are coming from light, if there's light behind me and I'm coming to you, my shadow gets to you before my substance gets to you. It's exactly what God did with the law. The law was a shadow that reached to the people before the substance came to the people, which was Christ. And so a lot of people fell in love with the shadow to the exclusion of the one who had the substance. And Jesus is the substance of the shadow. Now, Christ honored Moses, had nothing but high respect for him because it was Christ who set Moses up in the first place. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Moreover, brethren, Paul said, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. So they were under a covering, anointed presence. That was the cloud that covered them by day and the fire by night. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. In other words, symbolically, because they were under that cloud and because they crossed the Red Sea, they went through a water experience in order to be secured as God's people. We are baptized into Christ. They all ate the same spiritual food. In other words, there was no spiritual food for some and not another. So we today participate in the eating of the words of God in the New Testament. All drink the same spiritual drink, for they drink of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it makes it very clear that the God Jehovah who accompanied with Israel who was with them in the cloud, with them in the fire by night, the God who opened up the waters out of the rock, that was Christ. It was not the Father. The Father was still seated on His throne in heaven, and no man has seen Him in all of His glory at any time. So it was the pre-incarnate Christ who accompanied with Moses. And He came to this earth to be a prophet 
also like Moses. Now, let's talk about what a prophet's ministry does. A prophet steers people, the people of God, into the ways of God. That's what Moses prayed. He said to the he said to God, he said, "Teach me your way that I may know you." That's what prophets are able to do. They have a, a a gift from God to teach people the ways of God, to show people, and to make people to understand how God operates and how God works. Uh, prophets operate in the three revelation gifts, uh, at least one of them. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we read about the word of wisdom, which is insight into the future. There is the word of knowledge, which is insight into a current or past condition. And then there is the discerning of spirits or the ability to, and I believe this can operate on a couple of levels. I think it means to see spirits. I do think it means that. Because you see, the Apostle Paul saw certain angels, saw the Lord, and others in the New Testament did as well. That's a gift. That's the discerning of spirits. It was given to them for that that particular time. But I also believe that there was the ability to sense the presence of evil or good. Uh, you see, uh, Peter is rebuking Simon the sorcerer in Samaria in the book of Acts because he has a, a wicked heart. Peter picked up on the spirit that was in Simon. So that's a discerning of spirits. Just as the Old Testaments, uh, the Old Testament prophets who came after Moses did not carry his full authority. Nobody carried the full authority of Moses. Everybody still hearkened back to Moses. No one contradicted him. Uh, it's true in the New Testament. New Testament prophets are not to contradict Christ. Christ is the one who laid our foundation. Another thing that's interesting to know is that when we have a genuine prophet of God today, uh, that genuine prophet of God does not have to proclaim himself a prophet constantly. A lot of people do that, and I understand that. Uh, but I'll just say this. Other people are the ones who recognize this first. You know, I have yet to see an apple tree or an orange tree which wears a sign that says apples or oranges. And the reason they don't have to wear signs proclaiming that they are a particular type of tree is because the fruit is what determines the kind of tree you see. When someone has a genuine prophet's ministry, they don't have to say it. Everybody recognizes it. They can say, man, that is a prophet of God. That person has insight. There's something special about them. That's the way it ought to be. Let me read to you. Matthew 21, 10 and 11, And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Now, wait a minute. Other people identified him as a prophet. Why? Because he had the fruit of a prophet. And because he did things uh, that only prophets could do. He wasn't just a prophet, but he certainly operated as a prophet to the people of Israel. And so they recognized the prophet's anointing on him, and they proclaimed him as such. And so anybody who comes up to you and says, you know, did you know that I'm a prophet? Uh, they particularly uh, aren't. Because uh, if you're a real prophet, you don't have to tell everybody else. It's obvious. 
Um, I'm not saying that a true prophet never uh, acknowledges the gift that is in him or her, but when you talk about it constantly, there's something wrong. And there are a lot of people that call themselves prophets. And, and another thing I see, they prophesy something amazing every day. And uh, I, I don't see that kind of thing. The, the people that I have seen, and I've seen several, operate in the ministry of the prophet over the years. And these are people who are not just flippantly throwing out, the Lord said to me, and the Lord said this, and the Lord... Listen to me. Listen to me. There are a number of things that you and I can see of our own selves because of the recreated spirit inside us. And it isn't necessarily the Lord who is saying that to us. It's something that we picked up on our own. I perceive. Paul said, I perceive. I I see this. He didn't say the Lord told me. He said, I perceive this. And so that person who's constantly saying, now the Lord told me this, and the Lord told me that, and, and it's amazing to me. The Lord tells him what color of clothes to wear. The Lord tells him what kind of car to buy. The Lord tells him every little thing. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, if God is giving them that kind of detail, he would be using that to save lives and and not just to dress you a little nicer. So I'm not going to get into a lot of that in detail, but the prophet's ministry is legit. Has it been abused? Yes, it has. But nonetheless, Jesus stood in the office of the prophet, and as such, there should be prophets in the body of Christ today. Well, that's all the time that I have for this, but we'll pick up here tomorrow, and I hope to see you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.